All right, welcome back to the NRT Podcast. Uh, we're here uh, talking about qualities of starlight, which uh, NRT put on this, this semester, and the director, Joey's here, and this is this is my fault that it's taken this long to to get this meeting, but we wanted to do a retrospective of it and and be able to talk about the show and uh, the experience and uh, putting it on. Uh, Joey, thank you very much for talking about this with me. I I really appreciate it. It was a really great show. It was really fun to watch. Thank you, thank you. Happy <laughs> to be here. So, real quick, let's just uh, introduce the show. Um, if there's a way, you uh, just not to like give spoilers or anything but uh you just like kind of explain what the premise of the show is and what it's all about so um <clears throat> excuse me the setup to the show um qualities of starlight um this cu- young couple theo and polly want to adopt a child uh but in order to adopt that child the the child's mother kayla wants to first interview the grandparents of the child so the parents of the couple, obviously, um, they have one interview down. All they have to do is interview the man, Theo's parents. So um, Theo and Polly, the couple, go all the way back to Georgia, where the parents are, in order to get them to come back with them to California in order to do the interview. Um, however, um, upon arrival, um, they realize that Theo's parents, Rose and Junior, um, in the past five years since they've seen them last, um, have become addicted to meth. And so drama ensues. That's the premise. <laughs> yes. It's, it's really funny. I guess the, uh, one of the awards for, I guess, best villain is um, meth is up for best villain this, uh, this semester. Very uh, real. Very a very, real. <laughs> it is. And it's a very good, it's, it's going to put up a good fight against the other, the other villains <laughs> as well. So. <laughs> but yeah, so this is your first show that you've been able to really like, th- this is your, directorial debut correct is that yes this? yes okay. this is the first one the first one so how you worked on uh war of the worlds i think it was right and i know you were mm-hmm. going to be you were going to be an ad for dracula correct i think yes okay now now this is your your project like alone this is your main focus so how, how is that like kind of shifted shifted for you because uh, now all the responsibilities like it's on your shoulders and uh, this is kind of your your project to carry on. Um, it was a big leap, not going to lie. Um, the only project I've done uh, before as an AD, um, obviously one got canceled, didn't even get the casting. Um, the other one was just um, over Zoom. And I'm not saying like a Zoom performance isn't as good as a live performance or anything, or like doesn't have this, as much responsibility. But um, the leap from doing something just straight over Zoom to doing something in real life with a whole set and all these props. Um, it was a lot. <laughs> I wasn't uh, entirely prepared for, but um, thankfully, um, along with me uh, being able to navigate, I had a lot of my my friends were able to help me out. It was really a group effort, to be honest with you. Um, I'm really glad that I had the support system that I had during the show. Um, if I was alone, oh, oh dear, not sure how that <laughs> would have gone. But thankfully, the whole group came together. Well, well, that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. And exactly, you guys, exactly. and you had some um, some cool ads uh, yep. along for the ride as well. Some figures of legendary status and yeah. some new faces. As yes, well. you could say that. <laughs> but um, so, how is it like working with um, your ads and stuff? Like you said, they you know they were they're your support system, and uh, yeah. you have to bounce ideas off them and stuff like that too. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I I really liked my ADs. I really liked the the choices I made um, when going through the interview process with them. Um, I, I, I had all my ADs for a specific reason. I tried to make it as diverse as possible. Um, for instance, uh, Jerry um, was there mainly for the fighting stuff and also just being old and passing down some knowledge to me. Um, Katie Smith is really into the tech stuff. She uh, actually got us in contact with um, Lyndon Markley, who ended up editing our show. Shout out, Lyndon. Queen, yes. queen. Um, and Olivia Black, who's more into the character development Um line by line kind of stuff. Um, so really, uh, it was a good, diverse cast of character who all brought their own stuff to the table. Um, Love them to death. If I could do every show with them, um, I probably would. That's that's good that you kind of like, you took uh, people from different walks of theater and um, mm-hmm. different interests. And that's what, I guess, you put them all together and made a great show out of it. Um, a nice puzzle. Yes, a nice puzzle. So you, you talked a, a little bit about your previous uh ad experience and i know uh dracula you know got canceled too early rest in peace but uh (laughs) how how has how have those directing experiences and especially working with noah and stuff like that kind of how has that helped you in in uh the way you approach maybe directing and i i i obviously have only learned from noah um which is a great man to learn from in my opinion um but just a lot um i i I learned a lot from him, especially in the War of the Worlds, um, in terms of how to interact with your cast, um, because I have never done theater before. I've never acted in anything before. This is very new to me. Um, but just seeing how he like um, gave feedback to the cast, how he gave his notes, all that kind of thing, definitely really helped me um, in qualities, just having that bridge of communication there. Snow was um, he, he had a good stream of communication between him and the cast, which I really respected. And in terms of Dracula, that was all just preparing for something on stage, which again, never have seen before. Um, everything that has to go on behind the scenes, like with the budget, with like getting the rights, getting everything like that, set design, it was just a lot going on with Dracula. And I was really glad that I had someone ex- as experienced um, as Noah is um, to learn from. So that was really good. Definitely, absolutely, a wonderful man. <laughs> um, Beautiful man. <laughs> so let let's talk about your cast right now, because you've got an you got an all star cast of, of very oh my stacked. gosh, it was stacked. stacked. And the performances were excellent, and it was I was just I was so proud to see everybody do so well and stuff. So what was it like working with with a cast like that with with uh, Blake, Lindsay, Emma, and Sam, and Alexis and James? What was it like working with those guys? It was it was a dream, to be honest with you. I could have never asked for a more perfect cast. Everyone was excited to be there. Everyone was just stoked for the show. They really put a lot of effort into their characters, which I really enjoyed. Um, there was a lot of a lot of ad libbing, um, which I really liked because it really showed that they actually did research and thought into their character, um, which I thought was really nice. Um, honestly no complaints i love them all they're all fantastic if again like i said with my ad's if i could work with them for every show i would love them that much yeah it's 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 really great and i think i could tell like um that they really put a lot into their own characters because they they i i think it's some of the best like work they've ever done in the club to be honest with you um seriously and i i just it was really fascinating and and awesome to see them do so well in that way 
I agree. I agree. Uh, there was also some uh, method acting involved. I remember, um, as as we've seen on the uh, No Refund Theater Instagram page, I apologize, there are people yelling oh, outside. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if we could They're just pause. excited <laughs> about the show. That's okay. Yeah, they're so excited um, to watch Qualities of Starlight again. Still available on YouTube. Um, but uh, when, when we went to do the Walmart photo shoot for Junior and Rose, um, the entire time Emma and Blake refused to drop character. So wow. we had a little public excursion <laughs> uh, with Junior and Rose. Very, very meth filled. Got some jerky. It was beautiful. I'm not sure if this is true. Jerry might tell me I'm, this isn't true. Maybe it's something I just heard. But I think Jerry used <laughs> to do a thing where he would, uh, he would draw a line with his foot and he'd step over and then he'd be his character. Like <laughs> through that. So it's like kind of. Yeah, he. Uh, <laughs> He told me about that one. Uh, Jerry uh, attempted to do some uh, Jerry acting classes during the uh, show process just ah. to get some extra stuff in um, uh, kind of in the earlier process just for mm -hmm. people to get settled. Um, not sure if anyone went to those, but he certainly <laughs> tried. So uh, better than nothing. Love him. Well, I'm glad he did. Um, so yeah, how, how like uh, we were talking earlier, I mentioned or uh, maybe I mentioned it for the first time, this uh, you had some understudies the fill in just in case as well awesome individuals as well alexis and james when you're when you're talking to them about about these characters you know you, <clears throat> the play outlines that these are they're set characters but like we were talking about everybody kind of puts them their own spin on it in a way they're uh themselves mm -hmm. into the characters so how is it like to have multiple people looking at the same roles and putting their own short, uh, own sort of spin on it. It was very, very interesting to see because obviously um, Alexis and Emma are not going to read Rose the same. They have their own, just from their, their backgrounds and like how they've perhaps seen people like Rose before is definitely going to influence them just their, from um, their personal lives. So obviously just seeing the different interpretations of the characters I thought was very fascinating, very interesting. Um, Again, same with James and uh, Blake and uh, Sam. Obviously, they all read differently um, for their respective parts. I, it was just amazing to see um, how many different interpretations we could get out of these people. Um, I'd really, uh, I, I wish there was a way to have all of them involved in the show, <clears throat> but unfortunately, there was simply uh, no time for the understudies. However, they still did a fantastic job behind the scenes and. The fact that they're such team players, I think, also is a testament to their character. I really love them as well. And everybody gets to put their own effort into it and uh, really puts forth the whole show is a, is a product of everyone involved in it. So I, I think that speaks to them as well because it was such a such a well-done show. In, the, in this show, there's a lot of serious content, a lot of deep stuff, drug-filled stuff. I guess it, in, it can be hard sometimes to really know how to approach that or you really have to get into character and stuff. So how, how did you guys really, or how, did, how do you think they adapted to getting into a serious character like that? There, there is some, I mean, there's some, enter, uh, like some fun stuff and funny, funny jokes, but the main content, you know, it's, it's, it's deep stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I made it very clear right off the bat that, um, we weren't looking for caricatures. We weren't looking for um, any exaggerations of these topics um, to all the way from like casting to the first few weeks of um, character development. 
Um, so I think uh, our cast really understood right away that uh, we were being really serious about this. Um, I'm not 100% sure what the cast did on their own, but I know um, that I have sent a few videos in our group chat about like, oh, like, like meth, um, educational meth videos, if that makes sense at all. Um, just kind of like real people and like real situations kind of deal. Um, I think in the end, they, they did a really good job portraying it. Nothing was too over the top. Uh, nothing was too bonkers or unrealistic in my opinion. Um, so I think, I think what they did with their research was very um, useful in the end, very impactful for them. Definitely. When, when proposals opened up and you knew that you, you wanted to direct something, what made you choose this show? Was it something, what, uh, did you already have this show in mind or was this something you wanted to, you knew just because you could do it virtually or? Well, um, it's actually kind of a funny story. Um, when proposals first opened, I actually wanted to do an original show, um, but then I realized, oh, I've never directed anything before. So that would be weird to just go in and immediately do something original. I gotta find something else. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I looked and looked and looked and I was getting a little panicked because I wasn't finding anything that like really hit my fancy or anything like that. And then I stumbled upon quality of, qualities of starlight um, about when I was about to give up. And I read through the synopsis, I read through um, the play once, I fell in love with it personally. Um, I just thought it was unlike anything I've ever really seen before. Like, yes, we do have plays, obviously a lot of them with dark topics and stuff like that, but nothing that was so human, I guess, if that makes sense. Um, just with the characters and just the bonkers, but still like really real stuff that happens in the show. Um, I just thought it was a perfect fit for NRT because NRT um, does like some darker stuff now and again, um, but they also do like that kind of comedy um, that comes with the darker stuff. So I thought it was a good fit. And I was like, I got to get this done immediately. And thankfully, it went through. Everyone agreed. <laughs> so fantastic. Definitely. It turned out awesome. And it was like, it's 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 definitely it's definitely got an NRT vibe to it that uh, makes its own kind of niche in there. When uh, you, you were talking about how uh, uh, Lyndon helped you film and, and <laughs> stuff like that. So what really went into to filming and, and Tech Week? Because now you're... you're uh, well, first, maybe I should talk about this. We're, you're working in Schwab Auditorium, mm -hmm. uh, which was, uh, I don't know if you knew that originally, this was where you were going to do the show, but um, you ended up being able to do there. And that's kind of an interesting place to do it, other than, our, you know, kind of different from our usual classroom. Um, Schwab Auditorium, honestly, a dream. It was fantastic. I was very, very nervous um, leading up to Tech Week because we hadn't rehearsed in a space as big as Schwab um, up to that. We had been rehearsing um, in classrooms and at James's apartment, like just very random places that obviously were not that big. Um, so I was just very nervous as to how um, the set would look, how our cameras would be set up, everything like that. But once we actually got in there, it was just smooth as butter. It was amazing. Michael and Tyler helped us so 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 much and i really am thankful for them but yeah schwab is is absolutely a dream in my opinion i'm, I'm just glad everybody's gotten to to use this the venue now because it's uh mm -hmm. it's it's just new for for nrt and uh it's awesome that they kind of stepped in and helped us out filming in in that uh place because you guys had multiple 
looked like he had multiple camera shoots and mm-hmm. uh, stuff like that. What went into filming that and putting it all together? Um, so essentially how we filmed the show is um, we only we could only film an hour and a half increments um, because of the uh, the COVID laws we have for the school, which is uh, why we couldn't um, live stream it because our intermission would be extremely long and no one wants to sit through that. So that's why we opted to pre-record. Um, but anyways, we did have multiple camera ang- angles. Um, we had three cameras. Uh, Two of them zoomed in on both sides and one that covered the entire stage. Um, Filming was, uh, again, a very nerve-wracking thing. I've never handled cameras before. Most people um, uh, in in the crew had never handled cameras before. Thankfully, Schwab staff was there. Some people knew what they were doing, um, which was fantastic. Overall, I do think that the camera uh, worked really well, and I think Linton was able to wrap it all up together in a beautiful little package um, to send out to NRT. It, it doesn't really get appreciated what kind of work goes into doing that until you talk about it and stuff. So, um, yes, excellent, excellent job. One funny thing, I guess, you guys had a wild assortment of props in your show, <laughs> yeah. including a, I, well, I guess I could talk about it because it's, it's in like the second scene of the show but you have a deer carcass <laughs> we do have a deer we do have an entire dead deer her name's matilda she's very beautiful you have to name it you have to name it yes of course of course um we got her from uh the original prop maker for uh qualities of starlight she was wow. the deer that was used in the original production not to flex but um Dang. she she's uh, a beautiful little deer she's um She's made up of a lot of things. Um, she's ma- she is made up of part deer. She's part antelope. She's part just random faux fur. She, there's a lot going on with her. Wow. And um, when you when you open her up, because um, obviously, uh, spoiler alerts. Please avoid this section if you don't want spoilers. But <laughs> um, when they open her up in the second act, she actually had a bag full of fake organs that we got to pull out of her that she came with. So I thought that was really fun. <laughs> um, but yeah, Matilda is probably my favorite prop that I've ever worked with thus far. She's very cool. Really enjoy her. <laughs> we have a, I guess we had a, a celebrity in the, the show as well. So <laughs> A little bit. She did win an award in Whoa. Texas. She's from Texas. Dang. All right. A traveler <laughs> as well. It, I remember we used to have a, I think for one show we had a baby skeleton, stuff like that. So this is just a great addition to the repertoire mm-hmm. as well. Energy just loves dead things. Yes. Yes. When this, uh, I guess now that uh, you guys have finished your tech week and you put it all together, and uh, it's out there. What did this show experience really mean to you in the long run? I guess. That's a big question, but... That is a big question. Man, what it meant to me? That's a lot to ask of. Um, man, I just... Is it a cop-out to say that it meant a lot to me? Um, <laughs> That's but, uh, it, <laughs> um This was like my first real production, not being... Uh, like a, a techie or anything like that. Not saying that techies aren't important, but uh, it was just a lot of responsibility in me kind of all at once. Um, I learned a lot from the process. I, I feel like I made a lot of new friends from the process. At least I hope so. Um, it's just it's just probably, this is like an experience that I feel like I'll still be talking about when I'm old and gray and all that gross stuff. <laughs> um, 
I do think that this is probably like the defining moment uh, of theater for me, at least, uh, at least in a college format. Um, I don't think that I'll probably top something um, like this experience wise, just because it was also new to me. Everything was so fresh um, and all that jazz. Um, but yeah, I, I really enjoyed this process. It meant so much to me. Love them all. Love the show. Love Matilda. Awesome. Oh, yes. It's a once again, it was a great production. Um, I'm very glad you got to do this show and I hope you're doing some more directing in the future as well. A great job. Job well done. Um, thank you. Thank you. And we're going to be we're going to be seeing you in the vagina monologues uh, come the fall. Yes, Is that I will be talking about vaginas ah, on yeah. stage. Do <laughs> not miss that. And also, I will be assistant directing stand up guy directed That's and right. written by Sam Freeman, Samuel who was also Theo. So it's still connected. So, yes, we're going to be seeing more of you in the fall. That's awesome. Congratulations on that. <laughs> Congratulations and everything. Thank uh, you. Thank you. Well, thank you, Joey, for being on the show and talking about this. Uh, once again, congratulations on everything and uh, expecting more big things coming from you soon. So, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All righty. Well, thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Hey, thanks very much for listening to this episode of the No Refund Theater podcast here on podbean.com. If you'd like more information or would like to get involved with No Refund Theater, please contact nertmail.psu at gmail.com. That's N-E-R-T mail.psu at gmail.com. Be sure to follow us on social media at No Refund Theater and on facebook.com slash No Refund Theater. Don't forget to tune into this podcast each and every Tuesday here on Podbean.com, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Thanks for listening.